Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon. Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fangirl Film Club, a movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And let me tell you, we've seen some shit. (laughs) Hello, friends. Hi. I am one of your co-hosts, Emily J, and I'm joined by my beautiful West Coast faction. It's Mia. (laughs) Hi. We were just talking about what would happen if we ever witnessed the other person get like <laughs> get murdered through the podcast window, the recording window. Not even it wasn't even, you know, I didn't even see anything. I thought I heard like stereotypical plate glass shattering sounds. <laughs> and and Mia's camera was dark and I was like, "Oh my god, is she being murdered?" I was like, "Hello. Hello." <laughs> And so I texted her. I was like, is everything okay? I thought I heard glass shattering. It was just a mysterious was enough murderer to like turn off the camera but keep the sound on. Just not realize even. Because like when I usually, yeah. if I log into a session early, I usually keep the camera off. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. So somebody wouldn't even know that I was listening. And then I was like, I don't actually know what Mia's <laughs> address is. And I don't know how you call... 911 not in your Local. own area. Yeah. How like that's a thing I think we need to figure out as a species cuz I don't know. How would I how would I call 911 in California? Like I'd get like New York yeah. and they'd be like, "Uh, we don't we can't help you." Yeah. <laughs> so, Can you get the FBI on the line? I would really appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like, is this like a, a cross state lines thing? I'm like, technically, I guess. I mean, I feel like I'd just be stuck in, you'd be bleeding out and I'd be stuck in, <laughs> you know, a phone tree. <laughs> like, no, don't transfer me again. <laughs> like, so, you know, there's an idea, I guess, for a, for a very, uh, that's how we do a very narrow framed in our window. Rewind. That's how we would, yes, that's how we would be kind rewind rear window is through our, our podcast screens. It'd be a modern, anyway. modern remake reboot. People keep trying to do that and it's, it's never that good. No. Cause they, it's, it's not rear window is amazing, yeah. but, uh, Disturbia was pretty good. I guess Disturbia was pretty good. I still haven't seen it. Oh, wow. Big Peg and I saw that in the theater and it was the only movie I've ever actually screamed <laughs> out loud in the theater. And I did it at the same time as my mom. And we both looked at each other and went, was that you? Because <laughs> we were also, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. And it was, we were the only two people in the theater. So obviously it was, oh. <laughs> it was both of us. Unless it was, you know, the murderer. But. The, who could have been? I don't know. Um, but Kimmy... The uh the remake the recent remake with uh oh. Zoe, no Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, okay. Um, uh, could have been great. Wasn't. <laughs> Wanted it to be great. Really had it. I don't know why it's not on the list. Could be on the list. Uh, For Zoe Kravitz, but it was not. Yeah. For Zoe, I would again. I've watched a lot of things. For Zoe Kravitz, <laughs> fuck it. Go on the list later. Perfect. What? Well, anyway, speaking of murderers, uh, we watched, speaking of murderers, speaking of women we'd watch bad movies for, we're on topic. <laughs> Only we're took doing four this. That's, that's a fucking record for us. <laughs> <laughs> we're flying, flying through this one this week. Um, so yeah, so this week was my choice. Uh, so my apology. Comes in the form of Malevolent, um, which is which is a 2018 release on Netflix. It was a Netflix original, I think. It's, I think so. I think you're right. I was going to say, I don't know if they produced it, but they definitely bought it and and pushed it out. So, yes, it's theirs. Um, and then it was directed by Olaf. De, Olaf DeFlor Johannesson. Yep. 
and written by Ben Katai and Ava Constantop Constantinopolis. Constantopolis. <laughs> Constantopolis. Thank you. Thank you for that. Sorry, Constantopolis. No. <laughs> Constantinopolis. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Sorry. As somebody who has who grew up with a horribly unpronounceable last name and then married <laughs> an unpronounceable last name, I have no excuse for not being better at this. Um, actually, based on her book, Hush. Yes. Which is the so, only piece of trivia, really, <laughs> that came from this week. I tried. It's Emily, it, there's not a lot here. There's not a lot. There actually wasn't even no. a lot of movie here. Um, no. It was only an hour and a half runtime, which was nice. Because yep. if I feel like if you start watching something, you're like, there's not a lot here. You don't want it to be three hours. I was gonna be ready to pull my <laughs> eyes out. <laughs> also on brand. Also on brand. Also on topic <laughs> for, for this film. Um. <clears throat> But it did star Florence, which is why, which is why I turned it on the first time and why I put it on the list to turn it on the second time. So Mm -hmm. it's actually, yeah, this is the second time I've watched this movie. So this is my like one and a half because I think I tried watching it before and made it about halfway through and was like, I don't. If you can't get to the last 20 minutes of this movie, it's really. There's no point. (laughs) There's no point. And that's really an imbalance as far as how good storytelling should go i don't want to i don't want to blame the writers they're in a difficult position right now um hopefully by the time this airs the writer's strike will be over now were they Um, on strike during this during this piece maybe not so maybe not so well okay (laughs) (laughs) and i don't necessarily know that it's the writer's problem i don't know i think it might be i i have a note about that later so we'll get to it um But first, uh, shall I shall I pitch this movie to you? I would love you to try to sell this movie to me. Okay. All right. Well, good news. Yeah. Because I have here in my hand a pitch for America's Hottest New Club called Malevolent, which sidebar is actually kind of a cool name for like a goth club, just saying. Right. It This club, though, has everything. It has exploitation of grief and mental illness. Mm-hmm sci-fi nosebleeds by the bucket load Mm -hmm. the power of positive thinking (laughs) dead kids screaming and striped turtlenecks (laughs) money please emily have all my money make this movie (laughs) all right well uh olaf de Fleur. I'm just going to call him Olaf Floor because that's the stage name he was going by. He cut off Johans- yes. Johannesson uh, yeah. for this film. So Olaf took, <laughs> it's a lot of letters, uh, took your money, Mia, and what did he make with it? What what happened in this? All right. So the recap romp. of this movie. <clears throat> American Angela and her brother Jackson, Jackson's girlfriend Beth, and Elliot, who has a crush on Angela, run a team of fake paranormal investigators in Britain to scam people who are being haunted. Angela and Jackson's mother pulled her eyes out and killed herself because she had horrible visions of ghosts. So Jackson has developed into the worst brother ever, listening nonstop to Tony Robbins-esque self-help tapes and fucking over everybody he meets, including his grandfather with dementia. Angela starts to see visions too after a job and wants to quit the business to go back to school, but Jackson forces the team into a gig at an old foster home where a bunch of girls were murdered. The owner of the home, Mrs. Green, a.k.a. the teacher from When I Kissed the Teacher and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, is awful and creepy and sets up the team to also be horrifically killed, like the girls with their mouths sewn shut. Beth gets sewn up first, but then when the team is trying to flee, Jackson crashes the car and kills her by accident, and then Mrs. Green has her shitty son Herman kill Jackson and capture Angela. Elliot takes him by surprise and kills him, and the ghosts of the little girl scream to distract Mrs. Green so that Angela can kill her too. She and Elliot go to hospital and hold hands, and when her grandpa calls to make sure she's not alone, it's implied that the ghosts will continue to keep her company. Question mark? Yes. <laughs> it, uh, it implies that her life is just going to suck now that's really what that's what that's what i got from the end of this movie um great great job you did that in about a minute so maybe one of our only 60 second recaps that we've been able to do (laughs) because not really a lot happened in this movie sorry i tried i (laughs) there's so much tony robbins that's not tony robbins off brand tony robbins Oh God, the fucking brother was the worst. <laughs> I he was hated the him worst. So much. I hated him so much. I felt nothing when he died. But relief. 
when she was like taken to the shed, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, perhaps Florence may get the help that she needs. Probably not, but <clears throat> but at least she won't have. She'll be free of a shitty brother. Yes, yes, she will be free of a shitty brother. He was the shittiest brother, mm-hmm. and he wasn't even good at selling the paranormal experience that they were offering. Right. Um. So every single best worst line that I have comes and it circles around him. Uh, because most of them are, I wrote down all of the self-help tapes dialogue that we saw, <laughs> monologue that we saw. Um, I also wrote down, it's a no-brainer, because when he's trying to convince Angela to take on the case with Mrs. Green, he's mm-hmm. like, she's an old lady. She sounds ancient, which, by the way, she's not that old. Um, no. And then he's like, it's a no-brainer. And then Beth <laughs> gets her skull cracked open. <laughs> so she too becomes a no-brainer. a no-brainer yes she does i wouldn't laugh except she is the most irrelevant part I of know. that entire she didn't do anything no i like, felt she... bad for her she pushes I buttons felt... i think <laughs> okay let's talk about their first paranormal investigation mm. uh which lasted Roughly 15 seconds. And if I was paying for an exorcism, I would expect at least a full minute. But it was literally like they they played the ghost sounds for a second. Angela said nothing. Yep. And then they're like, it's gone. It's it's done. She's at peace. It's like, can we draw that out a little bit? I would I would have been okay with that yeah, lasting a little longer for what they're paying for right you want to put some production value into this something and yet jackson just owes everybody money so i guess not i mean i guess he's trying to like get ahead by the numbers as far as like quant <laughs> you know yeah uh cheap cheap exorcisms by the by the boatload so that he they can have like 10 exorcisms a day <laughs> yeah we gotta move this along let's go let's go <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go toward the light, be at peace, what the fuck ever. Um, but, like, everything about him was so insincere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even, like, they they hired an actor who had the dichotomy of, like, oh, I can see why every, like why he's the face of the of the two of them. Yeah. You know, he's There's the charmer. There's one throwaway line of Mrs. Green being like, oh, charming and handsome, aren't you, you piece of shit? <laughs> And then she immediately was like, you're the first to die. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. She's like, you're you're awful. Well, and then because because as soon as he started talking to her, like, well, I mean, he fucked himself over because the first thing he did was ask for money. Yeah. And she was like, oh, just kidding. I will kill you. Um, but he um, – when she was like, is this, she's like, drop the showmanship or whatever, drop the yeah. act or something. Um, but yeah, he, he was so, he was just so genuinely unlikable. Like mm-hmm. if somebody walked into my house and my grieving child was like telling me that she was seeing her dead parent mm-hmm. and some fucking stranger is like talks to her and is like, we're going to send her back to heaven. I'd be like, don't fucking talk to my kid. Don't say right. that shit. Like, yeah. You're gross. So one other piece of trivia that I was not on the IMDb trivia, but I found it, I think, for looking through the summary of the book. Um, Mm -hmm. He's even worse in the book because I think it starts in America Mm -hmm. and they have just lost their mom. And I think he like persuades Angela to stop taking her meds so that they can. I don't know if he wants to save money or if they can like exploit the ghost seeing further it's just he's i'm just so glad you worst. died he's so awful he's so awful and i was really hoping that you know because yeah because the way it ends if you don't feel like watching this movie we don't blame mm-hmm. you um <laughs> the way it ends is she's on the phone with her grandfather at the hospital being all final girl mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> Although I kind of say Elliot's more final girl than she is because he's in better shape. Yeah. She she's really fucked up. She's not yeah. she's not in a good place. Um, but uh she's on the phone with her grandfather and he's like, You can't be alone right now. And then this like 
incredibly huge shadow passes over her in the entire hallway. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm not alone. So I don't know if every ghost ever (laughs) is just like blotting out the sun in her life, but it's not. Just waiting to use the phone. I was going to say, it actually could just be a very large person who's waiting to use the phone because it's. You don't really notice, but it's set in 1986. And I say you don't notice because one of my Oscars is for uh, least amount of research into 1980s aesthetic (laughs) beyond clunky technology and lack of cell phones. That's boots. Boots. (laughs) The boots are very 80s and that's about it. That's really it. Like the hair, no, the... Makeup, no. Makeup, no. Nobody had blue eyeshadow on. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, it just wasn't. There was no like really overly glossed lips. Nothing. No shoulder pads. Yeah, they all looked too good. Frankly, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> For them to be university students in 1986, they looked too good. They were just they mm-hmm. looked too cool. They looked like the sex education kids trying to look like the 80s, but yeah, not yeah. committing and to we, it. Listen, we know what 1986 is supposed to look like on TV, okay? We've seen Stranger Things. We we know. We have a, we back have to a the baseline. Future. We yeah. have Back to the Future. We have a baseline, okay? They didn't follow that. They were like, as long as they don't have cell phones, I think everybody will believe that it's 1986. I'm like, all right. Um, so, yeah. So, so that ending, uh, I give the made-up Oscar for second most incomprehensible ending we've seen in a horror movie thus far. Can I guess what the first one goes to? Please do. Is it the apparition? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) See, there are no Costco's in the UK, so So she couldn't go die in a Costco. Costco. (laughs) Being tormented by ghouls. Also, one of our uh, one of our listeners is from that exact area, and she oh, sent wow. me a message saying that she and her daughter listened to this episode and rewatched that movie, just pausing and laughing because they where they filmed the like the the housing development where they filmed everything where they lived lived uh, is like ten minutes from her in laws' house. So she's like, I know exactly wow. where that is. She's like, and I know where that Costco is. I've been to that Costco. <laughs> So I was correct that this was like exactly the San Fernando Valley. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to you, fair listener. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ratchet. Um, yeah, she's like, you she's like, you said nothing about Palmdale that wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I wish I had. I wish I had really maligned it unnecessarily, but nope. Um, so, so let's talk setting for this little, this little ditty. Um, mm-hmm. I really feel like they missed the mark. Cause like, yes, the big foster home haunted house where the second act takes place yes, is creepy and it's big and clearly, you know, an old British manor or wherever they are. Scott, Scottish manor. Um, yeah, sorry, I, I don't think know. it's, well, technically I don't know what the, state lines would have been at that point but technically scotland is part of the uk okay i'm sorry scotland sorry sorry it's also coronation weekend there's a lot of shit going on right now that we're sorry yeah um yeah disgusting gaudy event um but uh so anyway so they kind of play up how creepy it is and they're like Mm -hmm. it's isolated and like out in the middle of nowhere (laughs) Except that it's fucking not like you yeah. can basically like hear cars going past when, right. they're, when they're standing outside. And that's a whole so, part of the plot at the end is that she has to walk about 10 minutes away from the front like, door. She takes get... two steps off the yeah. yard and somebody <laughs> and drops down and somebody drives past and, and helps her, which is good, obviously. Right. But <clears throat> it, it really kind of killed the isolation, the fear from isolation vibe. Um, right. that they were obviously trying to go for because no. trying to add in because there's a lot I think that they were trying to add in that it just nothing sticks you're throwing okay. spaghetti in a wall and nothing yeah is, it's all falling down it's not what I felt like this movie like as they I first of all I felt like they shot it in sequence because it felt that 
disjointed and uneven. And also like when you're making a recipe and you don't really have a recipe, (laughs) you're like, I want to make this thing. And I think I know how it's supposed to taste. And so you just keep adding shit in (laughs) and you like add it in and then you stir and then you wait and you're like, okay, I'll taste it. And it still doesn't taste right. So you add some more shit in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then by the end you just have what you thought was going to be tomato sauce and it's more like uh, tomatoes like and garlic hamburger and, helper yeah <laughs> and you're like i don't know what i did here this wasn't <laughs> fuck i don't know um that's kind of i felt like where we where we <laughs> were by the end of yeah by the end of this one sorry florence <laughs> <laughs> really sorry <laughs> but as is the case i always feel like with these these early career movies which mm-hmm. I, I find more charming than say don't worry, darling, um, <laughs> is that like it's kind of a cast of people. I mean, I guess Mrs. Green, Cecilia, Cecilia, Emery, Celia Emery, I think Celia Emery. Yeah. yeah. Um, aside from her, I really kind of feel like this was not a. I mean, she's not really even like a big name actor. Like she's just yeah. the one everybody would have recognized. But right. Um, it is. I always like to see like early in career movies because it's like you watch her watch Florence with the rest of the cast and it's like she's just so much better than everybody else like yeah she's just you just want to watch her and that's just I think that's that's fun that's the fun part of watching something from somebody's you know much earlier in their career yeah they needed her to be American and she has a really convincing American accent like Mm -hmm. watching her alongside Emma Watson and Little Women like Emma Watson is the more seasoned actress, but she does mm-hmm. something with her jaw when she tries to use an American accent that just gives <laughs> it away every single time. Really? <laughs> she does. If you watch like Perks of Being a Wallflower, especially, she has this yeah. like, like <laughs> she has unhinged to her jaw her a little jaw. bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Um, so I was That's very Im- impressed with Florence from the start. Um, so made up Oscar for the best American accent in the movie, which is nice. not hard because there are only two there American only two. accents in the movie. But I kind of wonder and it's okay. So, but they were American in the book. So my thought, yes, <laughs> my thought was automatically negative was, is the guy who plays her brother just, was he just unable to do? A British accent. (laughs) So they were like, fuck it. Florence, can you do an American accent? Because he's incomprehensible. We can't sell him as being. being Like Harry Styles in Don't Worry Darling couldn't do an American accent. For instance. (laughs) (laughs) So So instead of making him try. I really saw no reason they had to be American. I didn't Um, either. Apart from the book, but it's like you've already changed things from the book where they didn't have to move from America to the UK with all the bullshit of, get off your medication. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there was really no reason (laughs) that they couldn't be British, but. And it, I mean, it made, I I feel like it it added that level of like douchebaggery on his part because when they were at the club and he was like too the scots and their haunted lands or whatever like that they were just exploiting this place where people are more superstitious but a i kind (laughs) of don't feel like anybody's more superstitious than the idiots who live in this country um and b there's probably they probably could have been like snobby british yes people historically the english have been shitty to everybody near them and everybody far from them i mean i don't feel like it's too much i don't want to keep generalizing here but i don't feel like it's too much of a stretch that there might be some british people who are like i bet if we went up to scotland and pretended to like hunt ghosts they'd just give us money the simple-minded scotsman i don't know yeah there's probably some scottish people who would do that too i think (laughs) i think Shitty people, no, no, no color or creed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about being a cunt is that you can be from anywhere, and and so that's nice. Um, I've always found uh, <laughs> an international brethren of cunts. Cuntiness um, does not dis- discriminate whatsoever. Does not any kind of person can be a cunt, which is you know you don't let anybody ever tell you you can't be what you want to be. That's that's our lesson here. 
on the Fangirl Film Club. Um, I do have, I have one best worst line, the mm-hmm. only one, because okay. I also got bored about 20 minutes into this movie and just kind of started tidying. So that's how you know it's a great <laughs> film, when I'd rather clean than watch a movie. Um, <laughs> but my best worst line, again, from the brother, um, who's Jackson, I was going to say, who I don't yes. even think we're remembering his name. Uh, Jackson, stupid name. Last name, first um, name, Jackson. <clears throat> last name, first name, always a douchebag, uh, is... Uh, oh my dead kid my dead wife I miss mm-hmm. her so much boo fucking who classic okay yeah and the delivery <laughs> okay. was was a bit much <laughs> okay this was all okay. a bit much <laughs> okay you're an asshole we get yeah. it <laughs> you're really selling it good job yeah. good job um I blame the writing and the direction for that one though so I I blame the direction yeah, yeah. I I feel like I feel like somebody could have told him, like, maybe a different read. Yeah. <laughs> Try not pouring every ounce of douchebag into this exact line. And yeah. just, you know. If we are kind back of supposed bit. to care about you, maybe you're not supposed to be, like, the That's... biggest asshole in the world. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, even when he was being nice to her, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, I love you, right? And I'll take care of you. And I, you know, appreciate everything also, that you're you doing. you have to save me because they're going to kill me if you don't. You're going like, to lose. I'm the last thing that you have in I'm this world. I'm the last thing that you have. No, he isn't, actually. They have a grandfather that he conned and yeah. stole 500 And the grandfather has a dog. So. He has a dog named Barney. Barney lives and a drinking problem. Yeah, good news. No animals were hurt in this movie, which is nice. Yes. Um, sometimes, like the apparition, they just kill a dog for no reason, just for shock yes. value. And they didn't even do that with this one. So thanks, thanks for that at least. Um, but uh, I have I have one Oscar for uh least effective shovel beating. Yeah. For Elliot. Shovels um, are heavy. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> no, 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 no. He did fine. It was his own beating oh, that okay. was not effective because okay. creepy Herman, worse name, mm-hmm. but worse than Jackson, I'd say. Um, <laughs> Herman pulled him out of a car and then like you see like the scary shovel gets lifted yeah. up and then you hear like awful shovel sounds and Elliot yeah. like what you think dying because yeah. he stops making noise after like two beatings yeah. and then she gets out of the car Anyway, yeah, they didn't bother taking her out of the car. They were yeah. like, yeah, maybe she lives. Who fucking cares? Um, <clears throat> Elliot's fucking indestructible also. <laughs> he, is, he is indestructible. <laughs> Shovels, really... he gets stabbed like 10 times. He gets with a, with a saw. Like she saws yeah. parts of him. Like she, yeah. he gets really, really hurt. And then when he's in the hospital, he's fine. He doesn't yeah. even have stitches. He has a his cast. face looks great. His yeah. face is he's great. His nose is, yeah, it's just like yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Florence is like being to held together by maker. duct tape, <laughs> and, then, and he's just straight up chilling in his hospital bed, um, which is great. We love Elliot. He was so cute, um, yes. and and he did serve a purpose on their team rather than uh, poor the other Beth. One. Poor Beth. <laughs> the other one. Other, I couldn't even remember her name. So many Poor parallels to, to little women here. <laughs> Poor oh. Beth, who does nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> Not Beth. Oh, Poor Beth. All she does is die. <laughs> Saddest thing in the fucking world. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little women fans. <laughs> I do love that story. And all of the movies. But anyway, um, but Elliot, the indestructible, when he gets beat with a shovel, I kind of expected him to be mush. And she gets out of the car and turns him over and he's just fine. He's like, I'm a little hurt. (laughs) Like, there's no evidence that he'd been beaten with a shovel. Or in the car accident or fell through. Like, <laughs> very recently yeah like i expected like a compound fracture with his ankle because he fell straight down through like yeah. two stories of floor and you know they were like oh it's not good he can't put weight on it okay 
And then he's like, fuck that. I'm going to go murder some people. (laughs) And sneak up on them, which is a lot to do when you're shuffling and hobbling around on a sprained, (laughs) sprained, (laughs) broken Uh, appendage. The The general consensus is that this movie gets really good in the last half hour. Mm. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I don't necessarily agree. Um, yeah. I I think that, you know, it becomes incredibly, I mean, I think the whole thing is predictable. Yeah. And, you know, they, that they turned out to be not just like, hey, we're going to stop you from being scam artists, which again, when you set up the characters to be, you know, actual con artists who are capitalizing on people's grief and misery. Right. You kind of don't care when they get caught. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't have done that. Like the, maybe you shouldn't have like exploited the worst thing that happened to people and made money from it. Yeah. I don't know. And I know they try to make uh, Jackson seem super desperate by having people come up to whoop his ass. Yeah. But like, I don't care about the desperation for the rest of the team. Beth is like, he knows where we live. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it just, nobody sold it. Nobody like, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't feel that at all, but um, yeah. I, it, when it turned out to like, then the big twist quote unquote was that the, murdered girls also sub note yeah there had been mm-hmm. the the reason they're they're at the house which is supposed to be haunted right. is that it actually is haunted because it was a foster home where three of the residents were murdered right by the owner like the I almost the popular called her the madam. story yeah the madam <laughs> I almost called her the madam <laughs> She's like the headmistress. The headmistress, basically. Of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Her <laughs> motivations were just not not anything that I cared they about. They were all like, over the place. Bad, bad mother. I just They were just all over the place. Cause first she was like, mm-hmm. hey, I have a legit haunting and these these dead girls are driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you think, okay, well, it's guilt because your son is the one who murdered them. Right. Is that common knowledge? I couldn't actually tell. Is that common knowledge? Is that... It's supposed to be, but then how is he living with her if he took the fall for it? That's what I don't... Like, I'm like, why is... Shouldn't he be in prison? Shouldn't... Right? One would it think, clearly didn't happen that long ago. Like, egregious so, murder of children? Yeah. It didn't happen it, that long ago, and yet the house has fallen into just significant disrepair, <laughs> as if this was point- 50 years ago. Right, to the point that, like, people are just falling through the fucking ceilings. Yeah. Um, so that was... <laughs> termites, man. Termites <laughs> fuck you up. Um, but that was a mess. Her motivation was crazy because it it's the scene is set as three little girls were murdered on, under her care right. by her son. So, okay, it's, like, lots of levels there. She's got grief. She's got guilt. Mm-hmm. She's got all kinds of shit. And then she thinks she's hearing them screaming and mm-hmm. laughing and whatever. And then they find out or she admits later on that she just didn't like. She didn't just wanted like them, them to be quiet. She just wanted them to. Sh- she just like opened a foster home and expected all the children <laughs> to be quiet. Yeah. Um Clearly never, never met met a child before. (laughs) Never met a child, despite, I guess, having raised one to be a serial killer. Um, And then, like, it turns into this, like, uglier, messier thing of, like, she wanted them to shut up so that her, so then her son killed them to shut them Mm -hmm. up and then (laughs) took the fall for it. But not really, I guess, because he's out. Right. Walking around killing more people like some kind of element of i want them to shut up but i want them to still be around because she sews up beth first which beth is not even like the most egregious of talkers or of honestly of the scam artists 
of everyone who should have had their mouth sewn fucking shut, it was just Jackson. Everybody yeah. else was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is satisfying to see Jackson. I mean, you don't see it because it's mostly right. off screen, but he, you know, tongue gets ripped yeah. out, jaw gets yeah. smacked around. Yeah. Shot. Yeah. Nice. Great. We wanted that actually. We were fine with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so poor Beth just got axed for no reason. Um, yeah. Also, the fact that what's her face, Mrs. Green, decided to let them go and then changed her mind. Right. I kind of feel like she would have been like sh- they would have been okay if yeah to go to my final Oscar. Uh, Jackson hadn't led them on the. Oscar goes to worst gate or getaway scene in a horror movie ever. He like purposefully crashed the car. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think him hitting the old man was enough to do that. Cause the like gardener. he hit yeah. the gardener, he hit the gardener and, and he flew over the thing or whatever. And then Jackson would like gave up. He was like, ah, fuck it. And just like crashed into a tree. And then Beth died. So, <laughs> I guess we have to stop. Uh, and sorry, then, Beth. <laughs> and then Mrs. Green sends Herman out to like go pick them up. Yeah. Whereas like if he had just kept going down yeah. the basically long driveway, not like miles and miles of, you know, of green private roads or yeah. greenery or woods or anything, like literally just a long windy driveway. If he had just been able to get out of the driveway, they would have been fine. Yeah. So... <laughs> The fact that they maybe didn't do he that. wants to die because at this point he doesn't know for sure that she killed the kids, so he doesn't know that he's getting out of. Well, actually, yeah, he does because of Beth. Um, yeah, because yeah, he back. knows that she's a crazy person. If, if yeah. nothing else, he knows that they're in serious danger, and yeah. he chooses to drive like a jackass. Yeah, because if you know you're in serious danger, don't give a fuck about the gardener. If you're worried about, like, the liability and having to pay money, then, you know, you're kind of fucked if you hit and run the gardener. <laughs> but these are not reasonable people you're dealing with. So. Right. So you, if nothing else, you have your girlfriend with her beaten face and her lips sewn shut to prove, yeah. like, hey, we were in serious danger. Sorry the gardener got in our way and I thought he was a yeah. little girl and I hit him anyway. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, because, like, Mrs. Green figures out that they're full of shit. Or knows from the get go. I, I think know. she, she did. like lured, no, Yeah, I think she lured them there because she's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And so she knows from the first thing before she even hires them that they are full of shit. And when she calls them, calls Jackson out on it, she's like, "Get out of my house!" And he tries to. That was the part that really pissed me off when he was like, no, it is real. Really? I'm like, dude, you're losing here. You're caught. (laughs) You're caught. Just say, okay, sorry. I am totally serious. Yeah. (laughs) So and and cut and run while you can. Um, But yeah, that, that felt like stupid and prolonged for no reason. That whole like confrontation didn't feel like it was scary at all. Yeah. Like it didn't because she was just like, get out of my house. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, me. Um, and then they, f- like, argue for a second. And he's like, okay, we're leaving. Uh, and then- I don't want to go. It's real. <laughs> uh. And then they they don't leave. They have yeah. the perfect opportunity. Like, to just, yes, it's scary. Yes, bad things have happened. But they're yeah. all very much still alive when they get in the car. And it's his dumbass fault that they all end up the way they do. <laughs> he was just unlikable. It was just yeah. no part of him was unlike. I mean, it was just all unlikable. Yeah. And they're, I think, supposed to get you to like him when you are supposed to realize that he also has the visions, but he, mm-hmm. he has been taking medication in the form of just self-medicating. Um, right. And he listens to these stupid tapes. I was going to say, he has been taking care of himself by doing amphetamines and listening yeah. to Tony Robbins. So obviously he's the one who should be, you know, be trusted to make all of the yes. decisions for the two of them. Yep. But yeah, that was. Getting into money trouble with everybody and everything. Right. Maybe cut the drugs and, you know, do a little less power of positive thinking and more yeah. like power of positive working. I don't know. Yeah. 
And you force your sister to live in this situation where she has to suffer through seeing stuff, but you know yeah. you aren't allowed Ooh. to. You can't. Right. Yeah. Mm. Like I don't know. I just with the with the dead mom thing. Also, there's an indication. There's like two seconds of. Oh, maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken. Because she's got a letter from a mental hospital mm-hmm. that she reads. And I don't know if it's meant to be her who was discharged or her mother. I think it was Did her you? mom. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was her um, mom. Okay. Because I was going to say, because there's an indication that there's a dad somewhere, but no. Right. <laughs> and then, like, no. the kid, the brother being like, well, she left us, like, to your own devices. Were you just children out? <laughs> like, I know that you say that because she, you know killed herself right but like when was this where was your father (laughs) well that's just it because they said it was like five years ago but like so have they been doing this shit for five years have they been where what have they been doing how did she get into university enough to fuck it up because yeah now she's skipping classes and you know whatever um i mean i like the thing i liked about her character was how crazy she really was. I just wish that that had been more kind of less sudden because it was like, it seemed like whatever happened in the basement of the first house, like triggered her. Right. Whatever. And I didn't, I didn't feel like there was an inciting moment. Of like, did she stop taking something? Did she, yeah. you know, if, cause like all of a sudden then she's getting nosebleeds all the time and she's seeing like visions yeah. at school and now she's just And the like, nosebleeds are treated like nothing. Yeah. Which it's the eighties. So right. people so probably maybe. are making their own assumptions about what <laughs> she's up to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love but, a sci-fi nosebleed. I, it's always, it's my favorite trope. I'm like, oh, good. Some shit's going down. Somebody's nose is going to start bleeding. Love it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like she, it's like every time it happens, she, her nose starts bleeding and nobody says anything. And her, her brother who, again, if this is some sort of relapse, he would under, he would have seen this before. Right. And And he's so hard up on her having a gift and insisting that she has, like, to himself, she has a gift. She has a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, is she, is he just rehearsing or is it that he's telling himself this because, like, then it's not, then it's not a scam, you know? Like, he's trying to not be a total douchebag. And if it's a gift and he is ignoring his because it causes him so much pain, then it's something good for her. That he doesn't have yeah. to feel like a guilty piece of shit about because he's a guilty piece of shit. He's a guilty piece of shit. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, sh- he shouldn't. He shouldn't feel good uh, because he's a piece of shit character that <laughs> rightfully gets killed in a shed by yes. a crazy person named Herman. Um, <laughs> so we know how we feel about it. How do you think the critics felt about it? Mia, what do you think the tomato score was? You know, I bet they agreed (laughs) with us. I bet they thought this was pretty bad. Um, let's see. I will tell you there is, this is one of those ones that has a huge discrepancy between the critic score and the audience score. Okay. So if you would like to guess both. Hmm. Maybe the audience stands it for Florence because, like them, we are we are pieces of shit who love our pretty people. Um, so I'll say audience gave it a seventy-five. Oh, okay. And critics gave it a forty-five. Oh, girl, you are so wrong. You are so wrong. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. So the critics, you're you're closer on the critics. Critics okay. gave it a 58. Okay. So it was almost certified fresh. The critics actually kind of liked it. Huh. Um, but the audience gave it a <laughs> 16. Oh, good. 
So they're on our side. So this is for you. Yeah. Uh, this, this episode is for you, audience members who left the Thank one you. star ratings on, uh, on this Thank you for not one. sucking. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with us that it was not that great. Um, yeah, uh, the critics were, were kind of funny. Uh, but one, okay, so I had three reviews that I pulled. Um, <laughs> Brian Tallarico from Robert Ebert said... It's not going to be anyone's favorite new horror film, but it's solid enough to start scary movie season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we watch a lot more garbage in October, let's be yeah. honest. And watch that is it when while it's you came clean out. your house. Exactly. And then you can move on to the movies that you actually watch it while you clean your house to get ready for the party where you're going to watch the good movies. Yes. Yes. Watch it while you're cleaning and putting out Halloween decorations. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Reed from the from Decider said uh, there are a lot of good ingredients and the final 25 minutes are incredibly tense and scary. I disagree, Joe Reed. Uh, <laughs> but the rest of the movie can't hold its momentum. And then my personal favorite, I always say best for last, J.P. Mm-hmm. Roscoe from Basement Rejects said it mm-hmm. isn't bad horror, but it is dull horror, which is almost worse than being bad horror. <laughs> That's true. I appreciate it. I agree. That. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate it very much. Very mm. much. Yes. <laughs> what was his uh from basement something? Basement, basement. rejects. Basement rejects. <laughs> okay. That's a good band name. It's good for you. <laughs> good good for you, JP Roscoe. Thank you for your service. Um oh, I don't know how much money this this cost. Neither does anybody else. No. <laughs> because I I looked everywhere. I tried. Uh, short of paying for finding out how much this garbage movie cost to make. Do not. Do not. I was not going to. I did <laughs> I did my research. I looked around. I Googled for a good 15 minutes. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, film club, but that's all you're getting out of me when they refused to tell me how much this was made for. It's, but everybody said yeah. that this was low budget. So I. Okay. I agree that that makes I, yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. Um, I could not even guess because, as we know, we don't know how much it costs to make movies. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how much it costs to do anything. But um, yeah, it definitely has. It definitely has the low budget vibe. It definitely has yeah. the. Uh, I know a guy who you know can get us this location for a weekend yeah. kind of kind of thing, um, but it, it is. I think it's also probably not anywhere because when. Netflix buys these movies right they don't first of all they don't publish how much they buy them for and that kind of like detail I think just gets lost in the in the rebranding repackaging for Netflix so that makes sense so yeah um uh okay question on all of our minds as always do we forgive (laughs) do we forgive Florence for this Florence actually tried in this movie (laughs) she tried to make it good she is she did she is a good actor (laughs) she is a Um, good actor she's talented you know i think they did kind of buy this one on i think the kind of big sell on this one was going to be the brother because i think he was in the divergent movies i don't know how big of a part he had but he was like Mm. at the time i guess more important but um, so we do not forgive him. No, no forgiveness. I don't forgive for him, him. But Florence, Mm-mm. Florence is an angel, and yes, she sweet, deserves our sweet baby angel, Florence. Yes, she will get. She gets our forgiveness. Um, I also forgive Elliot and and Beth uh, yes. because I also kind of feel like maybe the script might have been more interesting than the end result. Um, right. I feel like if you kind of just read the story. Like, oh, cool, there's a serial killer, but it's a family and it's a, you know, like a weird fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of ending. That's that's fun. (laughs) Um, That it's not like it wouldn't. I I feel like it probably didn't present as so obvious in the script. So I'm feeling generous and saying that maybe it was everybody except for the writers, directors and Jackson. Yes. <laughs> we forgive everybody except the writers, the directors, and Jackson. Fuck you. <laughs> so um, I also, oh, though, I will say if you want a movie that is really scary mm-hmm. and has kind of the 
uh, main characters doing shitty things and then being really punished for them. <laughs> like, is it the same one I have? Uh, mine is The Lodge. Okay. Starring Riley Keough. Okay. Um, with Jada like Martell. Oh. Who, and Alicia Silverstone, actually. And Richard Armitage. Wow. Um, yeah. What a lineup. It's, it's a real... Alicia Silverstone, fair warning, is only in it for the first five minutes. And it's... Oh. She, Delivers a shocking performance, um, but <laughs> but it is Alicia Silverstone, and and Riley Keough is great, um, and it is uh, it is really very scary, and does the isolation bit better. It does the well, I don't want to say they deserved it, but they kind of had it coming. Um, sort of lesson, quote unquote, at the end of uh, of fucking with somebody's mental health, right. For your own personal benefit. So yeah. I would say watch The Lodge. It's on Hulu, I think. Okay. Um, it's really good. What is yours? Yeah. If you want to stick to Netflix and actually watch a good horror movie um, featuring British people, see, your criteria are so much more specific than mine. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch a good horror movie on Netflix and not have to pay for any other streaming service or buying a right. movie, <laughs> go watch The Ritual. Yeah. Um, that one's awesome. It has... Mm-hmm. It has Thomas from Downton Abbey being like a nice person. So oh, I appreciate that's that. That's nice. I was going to say, I yeah. won't watch it if Thomas is in it because I fucking hate him. But if he's nice, then that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, I think the obvious choice for what you want to watch if you want to see Florence do good horror is Midsummer. Mm. So, of course. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. I saw somewhere her saying that like people will come up to her and say that's their favorite movie. And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> she's like, like of mine? And they're like, no, in general. And she's like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> she's like, I mean, thanks. <laughs> but It's one of my favorite horror movies, but it's not one that I'm like, this is a jolly day to watch Midsummer. <laughs> you put it on your list when somebody's like, hey, what's your favorite movie? You're like. Number one with a bullet. <laughs> Midsummer. Um, <laughs> I don't know what. Actually, I don't know this off the top. I mean, maybe I feel like maybe. A, no, I don't know. What is your number one favorite movie? My number one favorite movie? What do you think my number I, one favorite movie is? I want to say Toy Story, but I don't want to be correct. wrong. <laughs> I was like, because if it's not, then I actually don't know you at all. And I don't (laughs) question who I've been friends with for the last four years. (laughs) Only that wimpy cowboy doll on tumblr.com.gov.net. We should probably also start promoting our only social. Uh, (laughs) 14 episodes in. 14 episodes in. Um, we're still getting our Patreon up and running, stuttering, but, um, we are on Tumblr. If you want to follow us, it's just the Fangirl Film Club at Tumblr.com or Tumblr.com slash the Fangirl Film Club. However you do it there. (laughs) You do Just go to Tumblr and type, (laughs) type, I don't get technology. Um, go on Tumblr and type in the Fangirl Film Club and you will find us and we will be there for you. Um, And hopefully by the time that this airs, um, our Patreon will also be up. Uh, I am working on it as we speak. So great. Wonderful. Perfect. Um, So, yeah, we'll figure out we'll figure out what to do with levels. (laughs) It'll be great. I'm sticking to the Be Kind Rewind. If you want to pay us a couple thousand bucks, you you only have to subscribe for one month. If you want, (laughs) you can take your subscription down the next day once once we's paid. Um, But if you want us to do a Be Kind Rewind and you want to pay a couple thousand bucks, I, I'm i in for that. I'm <laughs> I think it should be I think it should be the 10 grand level if we want to if we want to get into the five figures here. Um, OK, the 10 grand level. Airfare is very expensive and we yes, can't be kind rewind on on Zencaster. <laughs> Come on. <Yeah. laughs> Come on. So, um, yeah, so we got to we got to at least be on the same coast for that. That yeah. nonsense. But anything else? Yeah. Anything else? We'll figure it I out. I feel like we could do... I'm. This is going to be timely, and I'm sure it's going to be out of trend by the time that this airs, but 
we I feel like from Zencaster we could do the Wesley and Wesley Wes Anderson versions of movies that we do here. So okay. we yeah, there there are a lot of single <laughs> single person in frame. There's not a lot of group shots in a Wes Anderson movie, so yeah. I think I think we could do it. You're right, but My I don't want to. Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you love what you say. We could do a Wesley version. Oh yeah, your bestie. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley, my guy. <laughs> my guy, my dude. I was going to say, if you have a Wes Anderson connection that you've been hiding, I really don't know you. <laughs> Not at all. I really am, am, re- am reconsidering this whole friendship, uh, if you've been keeping that a secret. But <clears throat> all right. Well, what? Uh, so that's, that's, I think we can put cap on Malevolent. I give it a D plus. <laughs> um, but <laughs> what do you give it as a grade? Oh, this is, yeah, D plus. Everything plus about it is for Florence and, for Florence Florence and the gang. She's the only one who keeps it from being an F. Yeah. <laughs> Florence, Elliot, and Beth, <laughs> who deserve She better. really brought the average up. Um, everything else was solid F material. So, um, so D plus for Malevolent. What do we have to look forward to next time? Oh, are you so excited? Because my heart Oops. is set on this one. Okay. I'm so excited. What is it? I would like to watch Newsies with you ah! over again. <laughs> we have not watched it together, but this is one of the things that I finally, when Emily revealed that she was was a Newsies stan back in mm-hmm. back in the olden days, I was like, okay, we have to be friends now. Yes. <laughs> are we gonna do? Are we gonna do both Newsies movies? Ye- uh, if by both you mean Newsies and Blood Drips heavily on Newsy Square, I then do. yes. Yes! yes! Of course that's what I mean. Obviously. Okay. I will take a pay cut to do a Be Kind Rewind of Blood Drips because I fucking love that movie. I will take a pay cut. Oh, blood drips heavily on Newsy Square is so amazing. You guys are in for such a treat. <laughs> it's okay, by the way, if you are watching these along with us, if you can't find blood drips heavily on Newsy Square, because I believe yes. four <laughs> copies of the DVD have been pressed. And oh, we I own watch one. it on YouTube. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I own a copy of. Well, I don't know if I do anymore, but I at one point I owned a copy of Blood Drips Heavily on Newsy Square. Um, on DVD <laughs> that I think came directly from one of their basements. Like yes. they burned it themselves on their computer and this mailed it to me in college. The less popular Trey Parker. <laughs> the less known Trey Parker. The lesser known Trey Parker. <laughs> oh man. But guys, Newsies is so good. If you you keep picking these movies that do not belong on this list, but I am not stopping it's you not because a I will good watch movie. it's you are wrong. It is a cinematic masterpiece. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> it's wonderful. Oh, me too. It's wonderful. Me too. It stars, and it stars the greatest, the best version of Christian Bale. I will. Yes. I will stake my claim on that that he peaked in 1992 when he made Newsies physically. <laughs> Did not know that it was a musical. <laughs> We're giving too much away, but yes, Christian Bale's thought of what he might have to do in the starring role of a made-for-movie musical. Guys. He thought he was going to be in Gangs of New York. This was... Oh, he really did, and he his agent lied so much to him to get him to say yes to this, and that's fine. That's That's how we got the greatest version of Christian Bale starring as Jack Kelly... Jack Kelly. Cowboy. Jack Kelly. Cowboy Jack uh, Kelly. Francis Jack Kelly Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> please watch. Please watch along with us because we're going to have a great fucking time next week. That I is can't. available on Disney Plus, I believe, I if you are can't. If you tuning don't in have to watch with DVD, us. Yes. Like some of us. <laughs> I don't even have to watch it. I know every damn line of that movie. I don't even have to rewatch it, but I will. Um, because 
nobody dangles newsies in front of me and I pass. Sorry. No. <laughs> I never pass on watching newsies. Um, oh, man. Yeah. So good. Okay. All right. We got to save it for next time. We got to save it for next time. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, we're going to go gonna unhinged. Be, it's going to be. There's you better not be have anything to do. You better not day. have anything to do next time we record <laughs> because we're going to be here for a minute. Okay. We yep. got some shit to talk about. But on that in note. In the meantime, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Fangirl Film Club. I've been Emily J. And I've been joined by Mia with a small reminder to repeat your goal in your mind visualize it make it happen be proactive take charge and remember that you are amazing <laughs> okay but that's actually kind of nice we could just feel we could just end with that every time <laughs> except jackson's not amazing jackson's not amazing jackson's a dick remember that you are amazing unless you are jackson there we go there we go <laughs> all right have a wonderful couple weeks guys we'll talk to you next time bye, bye.